0: The audio you're about to hear is ridiculous to the highest extent of the law. The views depicted on this podcast were shot prior to the current week. Any views spoken of may have already changed and are therefore obsolete. Marks beware, we do not care. Your discretion is advised.
1: welcome to let's wrestle with dan and nico this is dan i'm nico and we are back with another episode um and this week man it was a pretty interesting week in wrestling um probably yeah probably one of the craziest things we've seen in a long time on live television is it a work is it for real we're gonna get into it here uh we're actually not gonna waste any time and we're gonna get started with that mjf promo that we saw on oh, dynamite God. this past wednesday and i want to get your thoughts right away on that nico because we were kind of texting each other when it was going on and we were both like kind of like what the fuck is going on or like is this really happening right now What well, what was your initial thought like when you saw mjf going out there and doing you know going to the ring
0: well at first i was surprised I was just surprised that he was even like there. I thought he was going to be off TV for a while, especially after what we saw at Double or Nothing, him getting like taken out on a stretcher. But then, man, he starts fucking talking and shit hit the fan with that one. It was fucking amazing. And just so, like, I just didn't, I don't know, like, what was going on at the same time. It's like, Yo, like, are they really letting this happen? Are they really letting this go? Like, did it go too far? Every single time, I'm like, nah, bro, it's a work. It's a work. This ain't something in my mind always goes, but what if it's not? And that's just me, like, this whole entire week. In all actuality, it more than likely is a work because, I don't know, like, I just, like, tell me, like, how could they let him go out there like that and talk for that long, say so much shit, and then cut it off at the end conveniently there's a lot of stuff that's going on though right now so you real quick cuz i can go on
1: i i don't know like if it is or if it's not because like if i don't know what they could do next that is going to make me like still think that that it's for real like if he comes out like in the crowd like like how do you move on from that if it is a work mm-hmm. you know like what else could you possibly do on live television that still makes you believe that it is real? You know, like
0: unless um, this is him putting himself off a TV for a while. Cause that was a speculation that he wasn't going to be on TV for a good while. So if this is a work, Let's just, let's just say it's a word because I can see MJF agreeing to them, taking them off the roster page, to them taking down his merchandise. I, I can actually see that happening because I feel like MJF is so into being as real as possible that he right. would okay all that shit. Um, so this could be his time off of TV and everyone just speculating in the air. And MJF could be feeding the fucking dirt sheets just information and just keep it going. You know what I mean? So, right. But at the same time, it's like, shit, this is a shoot. Like, what if he goes to WWE? I mean, he can't really. He has two more years in his contract. So, like, who fucking knows?
1: I, I was actually watching the promo back today, and, man, like, still – as great as it was like when i was watching it but he didn't tell any lies like what he was saying about tony khan you know he called it all friends wrestling when it first started um you know he's like um you know he can hold all that money right he can hold on to all that money so that he can keep paying these ex-wwe guys um and he's like Uh, He's like, would you treat me better or something like that? If I was an ex WWE guy, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, he was not telling any lies. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is uh, the first time in a long time where it's kind of like it it reminds me of that punk. You know, uh, everybody was talking about the punk pot Mm -hmm. bomb back in 2011, Mm -hmm. but this just felt so much like realer man and that's because i'm a big cm punk fan um it just and he, he even said it himself he was like i'm the only guy here that makes you feel like that still makes you feel like in his storylines or the the shit he's been doing like and he honestly has had the best shit in it in aw um since it started man
0: honestly someone asked a question on twitter I had seen uh, where they were asking, um, "What has been your favorite storyline or like feud in mm-hmm. AEW that doesn't include CM Punk or MJF?" And I started thinking about it. I was like,
1: "Damn, what was a feud that I, I mean, really enjoyed?" I really liked uh, Cody and Jericho, like because um, Cody oh, did some
0: shit, dude.
1: Cody's promos during yeah. that time, I forgot. Cody and Brody, you know, their stuff was pretty good. I I, I liked it. and um, Yeah, but I felt like
0: that one was short. Like, yeah, Cody got beat, and then he was gone for a while, and then he just kind of came back. So it was like kind of a continuation, but it was like the first night Brody comes in, wins the title. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but the Jericho and Cody shit was hyped up. Like, I remember being hyped up for that fucking match, man. That was uh the yeah, full year they did.
0: It also led into something even bigger and better afterwards
1: because
0: if you remember right. how the jericho cody ended cody got betrayed by mjf
1: yeah and that's the if you like from the beginning man mjf has had you know some of the best shit so um i, I was just gonna say tony Khan would be a fool to um to let him leave he's only 26 years old i don't know for sure how he'd be used in wwe um i know he probably wouldn't be the same as some of the shit he said you know he said on a uh, on AEW television
0: well probably not probably like a little a little watered down but i don't think they would change his character to be honest especially if he is making the money that he's making only going off of what cody rhodes got i don't think mjf would actually go to wwe if they didn't give him his same character
1: Right. No, I mean, um, you're right. And uh, he's the best uh, thing that they have going, man, honestly, and uh, in AEW. Like, besides Brian Danielson being there, CM Punk, but, like, MJF but as, far as a foundation, there's, like... There's no stories.
0: Like, even going up to Double or Nothing, the only story that really made sense going into Double or Nothing was the MJF story. Because you look at the, the card up and down, like... The main event, CM Punk, like, it was great CM Punk won, but, like, leading up to that win, it was kind of like, like, he didn't care, only because, honestly, Adam Page as the world champion was hard to, he wasn't booked well, I'll say that. He just wasn't booked well.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I'm really interested, as I'm sure you are, to see Mm -hmm. what happens next at MJF. Um, We'll see if he's even mentioned next week, or, or what happens from here, but, uh, Uh, Moving on to what we saw uh, also very I know you were very excited about this and we had been uh, we had been talking about it uh, off the air and even uh, on some episodes about Miro coming back, which is exactly what happened on Dynamite (laughs) as he uh, challenged Johnny Elites and or he answered Johnny Elites open challenge or whatever. So, man, let me hear it. I want to hear what you think.
0: My God, dude. Um, first of all, AEW hates Johnny Elite. <laughs> like, first, they feed him to fucking Samoa Joe. Then they feed him to fucking Miro. Great shit. Dude, I loved it. Um, it seems like they kind of brought him back as a, I don't know, it could also be the crowd, but he seems like a face right now. I hope he stays a heel because his right. best shit is being a heel, but I'm fucking excited, um, especially for um, some other stuff we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, he's gonna be brought up back, uh, brought back up again. Um, trust me on that. But I'm excited, dude. I, I miss Miro. Miro was like when he was TNT champion. That shit was fucking good. It was so fucking good. Um, I love his Redeemer character. It's so fucking awesome.
1: It was some great shit, and um, I think you know how AW doesn't really like sometimes believe in the heel and the face, and you know, so Miro could honestly be like doing heelish shit like but still getting a you know a pretty good reaction i don't know what they're gonna do with miro um i have some theories but uh for right now i thought it was a good match man did you feel like it was a better match than him and samoa joe i know we talked about like that not being a good matchup
0: um it was a little bit better um i feel like sometimes because johnny elite johnny mundo johnny whatever you want to call him this week um he's just uh his parkour stuff is kind of weird like it looks cool but sometimes i feel like it it's so so not normal in terms of a wrestling match yeah that it kind of throws off the opponent but it was be- it was definitely a better match than the samoa joe one uh, i can't I, I still have that picture in my head of freaking johnny elite Telling Samoa Joe to scoot over for him to hit the move. Uh, that was so uh, annoying.
1: It was good to see Miro back. I mean, he looked so strong in this match. Just a fucking beast. And I know you're looking forward to see what they do with him as a, as okay. am I. But uh, we're not done completely talking about Miro. Because I did want to bring something up about him here. As we segue over to um, another match that happened on... Dynamite, which was a six-man tag, um, where CM Punk was teaming up with FTR. Um, yeah. And in this match, um, they ended up going up against um, fucking Max Caster and, and the, the ass, ass boys.
0: boys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: which was fucking great to start off. Um, you know, Dynamite, I love the Amber Heard line that he had uh, in his rap. That was fucking yeah. great.
0: I love the okay. I Love Max right. Pastor. I love that they keep they they they're keeping Bones in there even though he's injured. Um and then the, just them tagging with the ass boys or you, you don't even call them the Gun Club no more, it's the ass boys. It's just fucking perfect. Uh they're fucking stars, bro. Well, at least Max <laughs> Max is, the
1: <laughs> club is is fucking stupid of a name. Um I like this and it's going to get that ass boys um name over even more now with the whole you know chant hey. that they do
0: and they're good too uh, they're good in the ring i think
1: yeah I, I don't
0: know i like them in the ring
1: they, they are, are
0: a really good match
1: they are really good uh for how young they are but um yeah so it was it was a good match ftr cm punk all the shit they do is great as usual but uh, the bigger news that came out of this, well, two things that actually came out of this. Um, shortly after the match, you know, we see that Tanahashi is going to face off. So we think at this time against CM Punk at Forbidden Door. And uh, they made it seem like it was going to be for the, um, I don't know if they actually said it was going to be for the AEW championship, but um, that's what it felt like. Um, and I was yeah. excited. Tanahashi, man, the ace. I mean, he's fu- the, he's so fucking good. The John
0: Cena of NJPW. Ah. <laughs> oh,
1: this, <laughs> I was so looking forward to this match, but um, of course we get to the other news that I mentioned, where CM Punk was apparently um, injured in this uh, in this match, and you had brought it up because uh, I had sent you a link for a video where um after they went to commercial after mjf did his little segment or whatever um cm punk like walked to the ring and you know kind of like got mjf out of there he left through the um the crowd something that they didn't show on tv and Mm -hmm. you noticed that he was um you know limping or whatever
0: yeah Um, i had actually brought that up because what i had saw at the end of the 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 trios match um i at the very end when they won i could see cm punk say something it looked like he said like like something's fucked up like something got fucked up um and he was telling that to to dax and i could see it in his face and it looked like he was getting bothered he had a bit of a limp there too so then when i saw the video i was like oh damn is this like something more real because that's why that's why i brought it up to you i was like damn he has a limp he has a limp
1: yeah so um you brought it up to me and i i shrugged it off because uh of course i don't want to think that you know he's hurt um and we talked about brian danielson a while back wh- or just recently where we thought maybe he got it got injured in that um that apron spot or whatever happened there We got his leg stuck um mm-hmm. and i said you know he'll be fine and i thought the same thing when you when you brought that up about punk but We get to Rampage, which was um, live again for the second straight week, which I don't know if they're making that a thing now. I hope so. It just feels better when it's live. Um, Mm -hmm. Before we talk about that, though, that fucking crowd, man, and that was the first show they've done in uh, Toronto, was it? I think it was in Toronto. Yeah. But, man, a fucking hot crowd. They need to do a pay-per-view there. That'd be fucking great. Well, I
0: mean... Canada, like, is a hotbed for wrestling, bro. Like, let's not forget that Stampede Wrestling was there. Owen Hart, Red Hart, the Hart family. And they love fucking wrestling up there.
1: Yeah, they definitely need to look at that as a potential spot for a future pay-per-view. But we get to the CM Punk segment. And the announcers were already kind of mentioning that um, there was a possible injury or something like that. And you know punk starts talking man being as real as he always is um fuck dude i was very disappointed um just hearing him talk about it and then at the beginning of the promo though he made it seem like like maybe he was gonna retire or something like it was that bad like he started talking (sighs) about like how yeah that's i started getting that vibe because he was talking about um you know every time i step, i stepped into this ring like past tense every time i stepped Uh into this ring i gave it my all and this and that and like you see all the fans like very worried as was i dude were
0: you you just crying that you didn't hear him say i want to come back better stronger faster
1: (laughs) i was not (laughs) crying but i was man (laughs) i was i was so fucking disappointed like this fucking sucks bro because we talked about um, this last week, you know, him making his way to the title, finally winning it, whether if we agreed or not, if it was the right time or whatever, but it don't matter because he won the title and we were going to move forward from here. And now this fucking happens, bro. Like,
0: yeah, hey man, too little, too little, too late. If he had on it earlier,
1: he might have gotten injured later. He would have had a little bit of a run. No,
0: no, no, no. Maybe if he theory. wasn't
1: wrestling every fucking week.
0: Dude, that's what, I'm, that's what I was actually about to bring up, dude. Like, for real, like, he hasn't been wrestling and how long had he been gone? Eight years? Nine years? A seven. I don't fucking remember. Seven? Who fucking cares? Seven years without wrestling? And then he goes on and has, like, that kind of, like, deal, like, where he's wrestling every fucking week. And th- you know what's crazier? Like, imagine all the people saying they wanted him back in WWE at that point in time. Like if he already went back to WWE, he would have been injured faster because they wrestle non fucking stop unless he had a deal where he was part time wrestling, which he should have done here. Well,
1: know. there's, well, this it's already supposed to be part time compared to fucking WWE schedule, like what they do. Exactly. You know they what do, I mean? They,
0: they do the tapings and that. Well, not the ta- Well, yeah, they do like the tapings. Whatever's on fucking TV, that's all they wrestle. Unless yep. like a lot of these performers have like indie shows that they, they can do. Um, but for the most part, I mean, CM Punk was just wrestling on TV.
1: There's no way he would have gone back though to WWE and taken like, um, like that busy schedule, um, mm-hmm. just because yeah. of what happened before how he had gotten like sick or whatever, because all the beating he was taking like for, for months, but, uh, that's a different story. But now yeah. CM Punk has to, I thought he was going to relinquish it. Cause he started saying like. You know, I told Tony Khan I wasn't going to hold this place up or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, a locker room full of guys who could, you know, want to step up or whatever. Uh, he mm-hmm. mentioned Brian Danielson, um, John Moxley. John Moxley. But uh, now he's going to, they're, they're going to make an interim as they've done, you know, with other championships in the past. They're going to make an interim AEW championship, which next week. There's gonna be a battle Royale to start the show. I don't know if it's gonna be a normal one or a casino one. I don't know what the fuck, but the winner of that match is gonna face John Moxley, who's the number one ranked uh wrestler in their ranking system. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing in you know, in the main event uh of that night. And the winner of that match is gonna face the winner of Tanahashi, who is supposed to be the original. Uh, opponent for cm punk uh it's gonna be tanahashi and hiroki goto who is the former new japan uh pro wrestling world champion um did so, he win it
0: recently i feel like
1: I, he did i don't know if i man i don't keep up with it i don't even really watch it during the g1 but i don't know if he's uh the champion mm-hmm.
0: I could be thinking about evil. I know somebody had won it recently
1: that He did win it though. He was the champion. Because I remember uh seeing him like in the G one um maybe two years ago and he was he wasn't at that level yet, like a main event guy for them, but he was putting on yeah. some very solid matches and I guess they finally like mm-hmm. gave him the you know a turn or whatever. But yeah uh I I think we all know Tanahashi's gonna win this match. I don't know what the point of that is. And no, it makes no sense. And I think it's stupid that this is how they're determining the new interim champion because you're not going to give the belt to you know somebody from fucking New Japan unless you just want to completely uh swerve everybody. But which they don't. Which they're not. I don't I don't see it, man, but so we're basically going to find out who the new champion's going to be basically next week. Um and honestly, thought,
0: man,
1: go ahead. I was going to say honestly, I think it's going to be the winner of the battle royal. I don't see them putting it on Moxley again.
0: They Not more right than now. likely will. They more than likely will put it on Moxie just because. Well, we'll talk about who we think is going to win right now, but it's just I thought they were gonna they were gonna do the the battle royal next week. And then the main event, that was going to determine who the champion was. But Then they came out with the list, like the whole fucking, uh, not the list, but, you know, the document, the statement saying yeah. exactly how it's all going to work out. And uh, it's so fucking stupid. Just fucking, like, I feel like that, uh, I don't know. I don't want to go into it too much. But to go ahead and talk about, like, predictions for me, I, I just want to talk about this already. Um, because as I was saying earlier, my boy Miro came back. I don't know yes. if you knew that. And I think, I think that Miro should be the one to win the championship belt because this isn't a long-term thing. This championship run is basically a a placeholder um, until CM Punk comes back and wins the title. And I don't know. I don't know anyone like they could do Daniel um, Brian Danielson Mm -hmm. um, because that would be a great match. Brian Danielson CM Punk down the line, you know. Um, but it would just be better for me I feel if Miro was, was the one to win the championship because one Miro deserves to be a world champion I mean I feel like he deserves that that title especially his run with the TNT championship fucking great right. and then also he could be that that big bad heel that CM Punk comes back to beat so I don't know that's how I feel I think that Miro should be the winner and should go on but the only reason why I don't think that they're going to go with Miro, and I actually do think that they're going to go with John Moxley, or even Brian Danielson. Um, that's a big pick, is because whoever wins this next match on, uh, whoever wins that uh, tournament or whatever the fuck you want to call it on Dynamite, they're going to face Tanahashi. And Miro versus Tanahashi, I feel, is not like the big match that everyone wants to see. And I feel like Tony Khan wants like the big match everyone wants to see. And say no offense to Miro, but like it's a bigger match if it's Tanahashi versus John Moxley or Tanahashi versus Brian Danielson. Actually, Brian Danielson and Tanahashi, the the biggest match that they can make. Um, that's not CM Punk and Tanahashi.
1: I I agree with you, and I hadn't looked at it like that as far as like the matchup for for Forbidden Door, but uh, I think I was thinking Miro earlier, that's why I said, um, well, you know, we're not completely done talking about him. I think it'd be good, yeah. but I don't know if they will now that you're saying that um like that matchup. Um I'm thinking they'll do Brian Danielson and as they probably should, man, to be honest, um yeah. because what, he's going to take it off Punk later? Like if you don't make him the champ now, um I don't know how long Punk's going to obviously need surgery, he says. I don't know how long that's going to keep them out for if they're shooting for a specific time. Um, Of course, older too. True. And they have all out coming up. Uh, It's going to be either like late August or early September, as it always is. And that's going to be it's always in Chicago. Uh, Or are they looking at when they do Grand Slam again, which Tony Khan said he would do again like a yearly kind of thing. But uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how long it's going to take maybe full year. You know, hopefully it doesn't uh, fucking last longer than that. Um, but Miro would be good. I'm just not sure about that matchup with um, Tanahashi, unless uh, maybe they do Miro and uh, Goto. I think that'd be more of a hard-hitting kind of match. But
0: yeah, you know but you know I mean? there's no way. because the, I mean, that sounds good. Honestly, when you said that, i I like, pre baby. Like, it's there. <laughs> it's sticky, buddy. But... <laughs> Like, yeah, that sounds like a good fucking match. Like a good hard-hitting match. You know Miro's going to bring it. You know Goto's going to bring it. That's, that's That sounds like money. Um, they should book that is match
1: regardless. Event, is it main event type? Like, is it going to sell the tickets? It's,
0: it's really... The, the tickets are already sold. Let's not pretend like the, the AEW hard-ons... I'm sorry. The AEW hard-ons are going to fucking not buy the fucking tickets. I, I, I don't doubt that they're just going to... Sell out. Well, they
1: haven't. Have they even sold the tickets yet? I'm not well,
0: sure. No, they shouldn't
1: there has, there has been no match. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, anyway, like I think people are still gonna want to go just because it's what type of pay per view it is. You know, the New Japan crossover. So, of course, you're gonna want to see that, not just for the main event, but it's gonna be interesting yeah, no. to see if they do have Brian Danielson win the Battle Royal and then go one on one with John Moxley, but. Uh, i just feel Mm. like with the the combat club that they have going on i don't see moxley being that guy right now i'm not saying he couldn't carry the company uh like he did before but yeah um, just like that
0: his run was actually during the pandemic era and i completely forgot about that
1: that is also true um but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see uh those are really like the big things that happened besides the MJF thing, you know, the whole punk situation. Yeah. Uh, um. So a very interesting week. We also saw on that rampage show, um, Lucha Bros and bucks, the young bucks go at it again, which we've seen some great matches in the past, but you knew what this match was going to be at some point, And, um, it became a tornado tag match pretty quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. did you see was... Rick Knox in the- exactly so did you notice though that when nick jackson did that kick on the apron you know when he's like see ya well he did like he said see you in hell like basically what cody had said in his promo for hell in a cell hey
0: hey, don't don't knock that fucking promo that was a great fucking promo
1: we will yeah it was it was and we'll talk about some uh some cody Rhodes here in a little bit but um they eventually end up beating the the lucha bros they take off penta's mask which i think is getting fucking old that they always do that with with the fucking penta like i guess that's all they got to do to beat them like i guess just take off his fucking mask he's just gonna lay there for the rest of the match and not (laughs) do anything so um but yeah great match what did you think about that
0: (laughs) It was, it was a great match. Um, not much to really say. More thinking about who should be the next tag team champions after, after this. But um, just lets us know that they put more thought. I feel like when, when the Young Bucks were champions, there was more thought in the tag team uh, titles than there was now that it's on Jungle Express. And I feel like people have soured on Jungle Express only because of how they've been booked. Because that run has been shit.
1: And it seems like they're super over because of the the song and the, you know, the wave that they do when, um, when he's fucking out when they're out there, but the run has really not been like, you can you like, don't be fooled. All right. The run has not been special at all.
0: Yeah. I, I don't really trust the AEW crowds when they're there because I feel like they're, it's, you, we've both been to an AW show, dude. It's fucking hype. It's fucking, it's awesome. It it's a great atmosphere. You, you, know, it's a bunch of wrestling fans that are watching great wrestling matches. Um, but you also, when you're there, you kind of get sucked into the fun. Um, yeah. And so, but like watching it on TV, like it's like, when are we gonna make them seem like they mean something? Because right now, like. Like I said, that MJF dude was the biggest thing that went into double or nothing. That was like the main thing that drove all of the Dynamites and even some of the Rampages.
1: Yeah, so um, I I can agree with you on that, Um, but we'll see what happens. It was, uh, like I said earlier, it was an interesting week in AEW, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's basically it as far as AEW for this week. Um, Hmm. There was some other...
0: I did want to give a special shout out to Athena, who she had a good match, but I just like how she fucking brought it, bro. She was hard hitting in that match. Ooh man, this women' division is about to be punched in the fucking mouth.
1: Yeah, man, it's uh, uh, their division is starting to get some names. Um, I just hope that Tony Khan can start to put things together but uh apparently kenny omega might still be running that division so uh i'm not a big fan of that but uh <laughs> but yeah even if he's around i don't even know um can't is wait to Fit see Finley- him back is Finley uh,
0: still in wwe
1: i don't know he might might have been released with the whole uh fucking purges that they've done did she get him He'd be he'd be good, man. Um I mean maybe he ran Regal Eagle. doing that.
0: I mean they're kinda he Regal kinda is. You know, whoever wants to go there with him and Brian when they first show up.
1: Well that's more like training. I I'm talking about like um storyline wise putting um, out, you know, everything together. True. But but besides that though, um all the other stuff on Dynamite Rampage this week were just eh, you know, not really to spend time on that too much but um because there was there was some bigger stuff but uh moving on though we're gonna be talking about uh hell in a cell which is going to be uh today as this episode is uh coming out if you're hearing it uh once it does come out uh but we're gonna be previewing here the card for hell in a cell and unlike double or nothing this is actually a good amount of matches. Oh, Would you look yeah. at that? Would oh, you look shit. at that? It's not shit. so hard, is it, Tony Khan?
0: Um, yeah, seven s- matches. Not everyone needs to be in here. I mean, <laughs> exactly. the fact that the 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 unified tag team champions aren't on the card right now, you know, not everyone needs to be there. Exactly. The, the the unified universal world heavyweight championship's not even on the line here. They don't need it.
1: They honestly um, do not, man. I mean, the mm, brand no. is just bigger than um, than any of them at this point, to be honest. Even though Roman Reigns has been doing some just god work, dude. Uh, um, recently. Um, did
0: you did you watch the 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 tag team match on Friday Night SmackDown? I did. You talking about uh, the Riddle match? The Riddle Shinsuke, yeah the the title match. Yes. Um, when the fucking uh when roman's music came on did you see the crowd just all pop up
1: yes dude
0: there he's he's over (laughs) (laughs) it was a good finish by the way i actually liked the finish of the match i didn't really care too much for the match but the finish was actually pretty entertaining
1: it Um, was um yeah it was good um but uh, all of them are not even gonna be on on the card here but um, as we look at this card, though, uh, there's some there's some bright spots, but we won't get into too much of some of these matches uh, just because they're like whatever throwaway matches or take a piss matches, um, grab a drink kind of match. But um, Yeah,
0: and we don't know for sure if this is even the order of the matches in which they're going to be, but this is just how they are. Um, we're checking it out. We're looking at the match card through Bleacher Report. Um, I would say start from the bottom up.
1: I am actually looking at, at it on a different one. Um, <laughs> you bitch. But we are going to start though with <laughs> Mad Cat Moss versus Happy Corbin. Looks like this is going to be the finally the, the, ending. the ending of this rivalry. And it's going to be a no-holds-barred match. Did you see the new Mad Cat Moss look on SmackDown? And what did you think? I dig
0: it, bro. I'm, I'm glad he got rid of the suspenders. But what I didn't dig about his return is the fucking ambulance. Like, was that really necessary? Like, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's he? Who's he? Is that Dean Ambrose? That Dean was Ambrose so true, a bro.
1: Maybe like <laughs> 2003 Kane, you know, coming out of the...
0: But. yeah. He, they didn't need that. Like that was unnecessary. Like yes, I understand he was let, he was taken out on an ambulance, but to come back in the ambulance in new gear—that's just fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> it was. I pretended that didn't happen, man. I actually didn't remember that until you said that right now. But <laughs> he cut a good promo, uh, and this is what he needed, man. We've talked about his look before. It wasn't the. Oh yeah. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it'll help him. It's definitely better than the suspenders he had on or whatever the fuck you want to call them spaghetti straps I don't even know um but yeah uh who do you think's going to win this match because I honestly don't give a shit but I'm hoping it's Madcap Moss
0: I think it's going to be Madcap I think if they're going to end this feud they're going to end it with Madcap um winning and maybe even ending Corbin for a little while not ending him his career or anything or his life I mean we're not we're not for that um but Like, maybe he'll be off TV for a little bit. Um, who knows? I know that I think for sure that this is going to be the end of it.
1: I think that is, uh, I can agree with that. And moving on to the next match, we have the United States Championship match, which uh, was supposed to happen on Raw. Well, Ali had a match where he had to face beat somebody. I already forgot who.
0: Wow, you forgot Uh, who it was. uh, I'm was just kidding. I just <laughs> watched it today. It was a uh, Tommaso Ciampa.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's exactly yeah. what I don't. I didn't remember because Tommaso Ciampa is starting to be uh pretty forgettable now. But um, no, it's not his fault. But yeah, it's not his fault. He's fucking great. But uh, theory ends up saying, "Hey, well, we're gonna have the match now after the fact. After he had ambushed him, he uh got him. He made him win by DQ by attacking him." Uh then Pierce comes out, says Vince said he was impressed but wants to see a fair match at Hell in a Cell, which comes to this. We, there's just no way Ali wins. Um, even if even if it, it's in his hometown of Chicago, there is no. no way he's gonna win this match. I'm still gonna watch it because Theory is that fucking good. I
0: think it's a his- match. I yeah. think it's gonna be a great match. Um well Siri's a great wrestler, he's not bad. And uh, Mustafa Ali, he can do some shit, and he can sell like a motherfucker, dude. You just see when he got thrown into the fucking ring post—that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it dude. Fucking devastating. Um, I think this could be a possible show opener, um, honestly. So for that one, I yeah, can that. I, I can agree with you. I think Theory's gonna win. I don't, I don't see Mustafa Ali winning. I think this was just a feud for for more heat on Theory, which I can't. I hate that. WWE is so known for fucking piping in fucking, you know, crowd noise. Right now. I don't know what's real. What's not. Sounds like he's getting the fucking heat. He's supposed to, but I don't know if it's fucking real or not. I'm not that good at
1: listening into that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think think he's good. I've never been sure about Ali ever. Um, Never been a fan of him at all. And, but man, dude, theory looked so fucking aggressive when he was ambushing him, and like you said, Ali did sell it uh, pretty well. I'll give him that. Uh, but uh, like we said, Theory is obviously going to win this match. They're going to keep building him. Um, but anyways, moving on to the next match, It was it's going to be a six-man or six-man-women mixed tag match, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Liv Morgan, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles versus The Judgment Day, which is Rhea Ripley. Damian Priest and Edge. Um, I don't know if this is the last match with this feud, but I've been hearing and seeing some things about there being a potential uh, swerve or something going on here at the end. Uh, maybe them getting another member, mm-hmm. it being batterer styles. That, this is what I'm hearing, man. What do you think?
0: I actually have not been hearing any of that. But also, I haven't been looking for it. Um, <laughs> so, are we going to get like a like a House of Black kind of finish then? Is that what uh-huh. might happen again? After the last time, which already happened. Um, mildly gripe with this whole thing. Um, I think it should be a pretty decent match. I mean, Edge... Damon Priest, great fucking workers. Rhea Ripley is a great fucking worker. They're all great workers. Like they're great wrestlers in this match. Liv Morgan's probably like the one that has like the least credibility credibility out of all of them. But against Rhea Ripley, like Rhea Ripley will make her shine.
1: Did um, you see um or hear uh Rhea Ripley's new song on Raw? I
0: heard it, but I wasn't paying enough attention to it. Like I saw I my I actually liked in her entrance when She's walking down the the uh, the walkway, the entrance ramp, and then the fucking wings behind her. I thought that was dope. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty cool. Um, but I didn't. Was it a dope song or what? Um,
1: uh, maybe not. A, it it still has like some bru- like that brutality saying in it, but um, it's a little more heelish, I would say. Um, oh, okay. Which it fits. Um, but yeah, I I think this match Judgment Day will will win for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen if there is something that's gonna happen at the end of the match, but um I think it'll be good, man. But if you compare Rhea Ripley to Julia Hart from um from House of Black, I mean I on.
0: spit I spit at that. <laughs> is what the, I'm not gonna compare them to. I'm not. It's like night and day. So it's, it's n- <laughs> night and day. And Rhea's on top.
1: All the way, but um, I, I, yeah, what do you think? Uh, did you say who, who you thought was gonna win this match? I think it's I pretty think, obvious,
0: yeah. I think Judgment Day will win. I think, um, what'll happen was that Finn Balor would turn to the demon at the end of the match, and uh, no, I'm just kidding, I don't fucking know, uh, but yeah, Judgment Day, <laughs>
1: I have a they're gonna do something, um, but yeah, Judgment Day for sure. Um, they have to, and then, they
0: have to do something, they have to win if they're gonna cheat they have to win i'm just saying
1: agreed um and moving on we have bobby lashley in a handicap match versus almost almost a wrestler and mvp um which was a stipulation that they got to pick um mvp got to pick that after i already forgot what the fuck they even did to determine that but um I think it was
0: Bobby Lashley versus MVP, which I didn't actually get to see. Um, I didn't care much for that week. I don't know. Why. Some i think shit. That, uh, I think that week I got up to the Cody Rhodes segment and I was like, I'm done.
1: <laughs> That's all I uh, came for is Cody Rhodes. <laughs> why my hands? Uh, but I really don't care for this rivalry anymore, man. Um, I hope Bobby Lashley wins just for the sake of Bobby Lashley being credible. But oh, no. uh, he's, he's
0: gonna definitely... win. You think so? Oh yeah, he's gonna win. He's gonna pin MVP. That's why they have MVP in the match, so that almost doesn't get pinned and doesn't look weak.
1: That's a that's a good point. But he already like won the steel cage, and like, is he also gonna win this match too?
0: Yeah, dude. He, they're, they're, he's gonna be the next contender for the uh the championship. Um, the Universal Hokey Pokey Championship. I don't fucking know the name, bro. It's too long. It's too damn long. <laughs> the the World Heavyweight Champion, whoever that is right now, that that's who he's going to face. That's what they're making him for. Why would he turn face? There's no reason for him to turn face.
1: I I will agree. I won't disagree with you on that. Uh, moving on to the next yeah. match, though. I we have Kevin Owens versus. Ooh. Ezekiel, Elias's younger brother. Uh, what do you think about this match and what do you think is going to win?
0: Oh man, I'm hoping I feel like it, it'll, there'll be some bits of comedy in it. Um, there has to be some weird shit that goes on in this match. So far, the lead up to it has been great. I've loved every bit of it. The whole Kevin Owens shit has been gold. They had that awesome segment on SmackDown with him and Sammy over it. It was fucking awesome, man. Um, this is like, I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this question where it's like, would you rather have a great story and a shitty ending or a shitty story with a great ending? You know um, what I mean? Um, and it might be a shitty ending because I'm not sure how great this match is going to be. Because honestly, Ezekiel never, or well, his, Ezekiel's older brother Elias because they wrestle the same um he never did it for me buddy you know it not once i mean
1: elias was pretty entertaining i thought (laughs) i mean it's some of the like the segments you know um in ring i thought he was pretty solid i mean compared to some other guys but um i think ezekiel will win this match Uh, with some kind of roll-up maybe or something that pisses Kevin Owens off, but I don't think it'll be the last that we see of these two. No, I don't think so.
0: I think you're right on that. I think Ezekiel will win. And a roll-up sounds sounds perfect, honestly.
1: That's that's what I'm thinking is going to happen there, but... Um, so we finally get to some real, um, you know, storylines here. Something that's you know really been hyped up here. I am actually excited about this triple threat match. I think it's Ooh. probably gonna, besides the Cody and Seth Rollins match, which we'll get to, I think this might be the best match on the card. Um, at the end of the day, dude, Becky's been selling this shit, dude. He's been doing some great fucking work, man, since Mania. She's carrying
0: this feud with all that she's done. Um, even this last week, uh, how she attacked both of them um, at, during their match or at the end of the match. I don't fucking remember. But um, fuck, dude. It's, it's, it's exciting, dude. Honestly, Asuka coming back, so happy for that. Asuka is a fucking, on a fucking tear. I don't see Bianca losing the belt. I mean didn't she just win it at, at, at Mania?
1: Yeah, she won it at Mania from Becky Lynch. Yeah, I don't see.
0: Who do you think is gonna get
1: pinned? That's a real think, question. I think Bianca's gonna pin Oscar. Ah oh, man, it sucks. And
0: I think I think they need to I think that'll be good and I think they actually need to move Oscar to SmackDown.
1: Honest, they didn't move somebody to SmackDown, man. That yes. women's division is just begging for a star. It's garbage.
0: You fucking move Carmela. I don't care.
1: Where is she at? We haven't oh. even seen her. Or
0: Selena. She's, She's on Raw somewhere. They're both on Raw. They're in catering.
1: <laughs> They're getting all <laughs> the shit ready in catering. Um, I think Bianca will win this match, but like I said, um, Oscar's definitely going to get pinned, and Becky will be able to use that as an excuse to Yet another match that you know she was never pinned in the first place.
0: True, I can see this uh, being a show stealer, Um, but it's gonna have to go up to the next match.
1: So now we get to the main event, which is what we're all looking for here: Um, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, Part Three, but this time inside Hell in a Cell. And man, this. I'm sure this is going to be the main event, right? I mean, it's the only Hell in a Cell match on the show.
0: has to be. And Uh, I like that. I like that it's the only Hell in a Cell match on the show. Um, This is the only feud, and I said it way back when,
1: um, Mm -hmm.
0: uh, after WrestleMania Backlash, that uh, that this feud deserved the Hell in a Cell. It's the only one, honestly, that makes sense for it.
1: You're right. And it's been the best match uh, on the card, um, I would argue, at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania Backlash. So, why not? And did you, I really like the, uh, the promo that they did on Raw. Uh, Seth Rollins brought up, he's like, you know, you and your little friends try to tear down huh. what I had here. And when that didn't work out for you, you came running back. And he basically told him, you don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne, which would happen at Double or Nothing the first year, mm-hmm. and get to come back here. Um, just great shit, man. What did you think of that? Um, you know, with him mentioning kind of like some AEW shit, but not really.
0: Dude, it's, it's what... Like, they just know how to build the story up, man. Um, a lot of these, like, if you look back at a lot of these different... Um, feuds that are going on. There's a story there for each one of them. Now, they might not be great stories or awesome stories, but there's something um, that's coherent enough to make it a match in a card, and this one, by far the best one. Cody Rhodes has been on his game. Even after um, he said all that, just the fight that happened afterwards was fucking awesome. Yes. It wasn't awkward. It looked like Like, they're trying to kill each other, and fuck, we gotta see Curtis Axel again. It's been a while.
1: Wait, did you say Curtis Axel?
0: Yeah. You didn't see him? No. He was one of the guys that came to stop them. What the fuck? I didn't (laughs) see that. You didn't? It was all online and everything, too. I was looking forward to it, actually, because I didn't watch um, fucking Raw when it happened, because fucking hard to sit down and watch three hours of shit (laughs) shit
1: literally so I have to look that up I have to go back and look at that Um, but yeah man I mean it's been fucking great Um, I can't wait to see this match I think Cody's gonna do some crazy shit as always Um, but it's definitely gonna be a classic cell match and Cody Rhodes getting the main event spot in this uh pay-per-view, mm-hmm. setting him up for Roman Reigns very nicely at some point um, in the future. But I think it's gonna happen at SummerSlam. Um, but did you hear Drew McIntyre say on SmackDown that he was calling his shot for winning the championship at that um that pay-per-view they're gonna have in Wales or wherever it's gonna be at in September, the Clash of the Castle?
0: Um I think I I think I heard it heard them talk about that on commentary <laughs> later on
1: uh-huh. um
0: cuz I didn't hear it right then and there cuz on Smackdown was also shit this week um I don't care honestly fucking <sighs> Drew McIntyre I don't even know how he got over to begin with I think the, the whole counting down his fucking thing is stupid. <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it. Um, it's fun to watch. Like, it was fun to watch uh, that rumble. Because somebody had to knock out Brock Lesnar at one point. But I just, I just never got it, bro. He was never over in my eyes. But um,
1: it, it was kind of weird, though, because like he, he was a heel... And then, like, the next week, he's doing that countdown thing, like, a month before the Rumble. He's doing it, like, every week. And the fucking people are, like, going along with it. And I'm like, since when has he been doing this shit? Didn't you go to that Rumble? I I did. And the, the pop for when he took out Lesnar was fucking huge, man. And I liked it because it was finally, like, his time, you know? And, but... Man, I kinda wanna see wanted to see Edge win it. He was like one of the final four. Um, and I think Roman took him out uh in that match, but he definitely did deserve it. Um, you know, he had to grind and climb his way back to WWE, going through the Indies and Impact and whatever. NXT um, I think he went through. That too. And the story was there because he used to be the chosen one by Vince McMahon. So Uh, kind of similar to Cody in a way, you know, kind of like, uh, we're not really, but no,
0: no, not at all. But okay.
1: (laughs) You know, he, the climb back, um, was great to see. And I still like, you know, me some drew, um, has he been booked great since, uh, you know, losing the titles? No, but he can't always be on top.
0: His only great thing that happened during his title reign was fucking uh, the Randy Orton feud. That's because he lost one match and had to win the title back.
1: I mean, his matches with Bobby Lashley were pretty good, too. Um, They were
0: good, just the feud around it was bad. That's another one of those things where it's a shitty story, but a great ending.
1: I think that you're just one of the biggest Drew McIntyre haters there is because he carried uh, the brand during the pandemic era, the Raw brand during that era. And if if Roman Reigns didn't exist, Drew McIntyre would be the guy.
0: (laughs) Okay, buddy. You keep taking that. Roman Reigns carried WWE. Not just SmackDown, he carried... Everybody, even raw.
1: home during the pandemic era while Drew McIntyre held it down. The Tribal Chief did. The uh, Tribal
0: Chief was there the whole time, buddy.
1: And then they hand him the keys to the castle again once he comes back because he's Roman Reigns and he's the, the chosen one.
0: Hey man. Uh you say that very like you don't like you don't like him. Like you didn't like I that decision. S-
1: I, I, I did like it, but I just find the disrespect for Drew McIntyre very unnecessary sometimes and He was never meant to be champion, bro. I feel like you know what? We'll, we will revisit this at some point. <laughs> I uh, don't care. Um, we
0: didn't even pick our who are who we're choosing to
1: win the, the main event. People <laughs> Rolls is winning that hell in a cell match. Yeah, he is. It's gonna be a
0: crazy good match, dude. I'm excited for that one. That's gonna that's the show stealer in my mind but but the triple threat match can really take it dude I, honestly if they do really well fuck dude they're just all great uh,
1: honestly man all of these matches before those two are kind of whatever i mean the edge thing might be interesting uh i like to see theory work but we know what's going to happen there but honestly man it's going to be kind of tough to get to the fucking raw women's title match um Unless no, they I, surprise us and they start to show off with
0: like it. I don't know what you're talking about. I think these are all sleepers. These are all just sleepers. The Theory Mustafa Ali matches, I feel like that's going to be a good match. Uh, the Trios match, I feel like that could be a good match. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be
1: than WrestleMania Backlash. Which one?
0: Uh, The Judgment Day? The Trios one?
1: Better than Uh, WrestleMania Backlash? uh, Will the pay-per-view be better than WrestleMania Backlash, do you think?
0: Uh, I feel like it has the potential to be. I mean, there's not many things different from this card that was on that one. The only Uh, um, only thing that's missing is the SmackDown Women's Championship match.
1: You're right. Um... I think it's gonna be a good show. Uh, it'll be solid, man. But um, the Cody Rhodes Seth Rollins will be a classic. Wow. Triple Threat will be great. Um, but yeah, that's what we have on the table here for Hell in a Cell, uh, which is gonna be here uh, on Sunday, June fifth, twenty twenty two. Um, thoughts yeah, like, on that pay I'm looking
0: at the Madcap Moss match, like the No Holds Bard match. Like, what are they gonna actually do? Like what are they gonna? Like someone's gonna get their fucking neck, um, their neck put into the fucking chair again. That's how the match is gonna end. It just seems, um, seems annoyingly obvious that that's what's gonna happen. I hate these no hold bards match, no hold bard matches, dude. Um, unless it's people that you know are willing to take fucking crazy ass bumps, it's not really that
1: interesting. It's not, man. I I don't really care for that match. I just hope uh, Mad Cat Moss um, starts to pick up momentum because he looks like he can be a star, man. But uh, I'm just—it's not a him problem. I feel I think it's a WWE problem. Um, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, there's some and bright it, spots about this pay per view.
0: Yeah, there. I I think it'll be a fun watch. I think it'll be an easier watch. Then double or nothing, because god damn it, that show never ended. God, that's people, for sure. I know people pissed off at that, but fuck. You heard.
1: Double or nothing, man. I don't <laughs> give
0: a shit. I, I I hope they had a good time watching that because I didn't it just took too damn long. Took too damn long.
1: And that'll but, be the reason why we never buy another pay-per-view for a long time. At least
0: until I see the next one, honestly. I'll, I'll stream the next one and then, and then see what's up after that. I mean, I'll pay for it the next time it comes out.
1: But uh, that is going to do it for uh, this episode of Let's Wrestle with Dan and Nico. Um, we're excited for some Hell in a Cell uh, tomorrow or today, whenever you're hearing this. Uh, no, today.
0: Well, yesterday. Two days ago last week who knows when you'll get
1: to this a month from now a year <laughs> but uh but uh we will be back though uh, on tuesday with another new episode as we will be talking about some fallout from uh you know reviewing the hell in a cell pay-per-view and whatever you know might just uh happen to hop onto our table we will touch that uh just depending how the rest of this uh weekend goes and the next couple days into next week uh don't forget though to check out some of our older episodes if you haven't already and follow us on twitter at let's wrestle pod uh we really appreciate any support and any other words uh before we go nico no no don't touch me there this
0: is my no no square and, um, and that's
1: it. Alright, well, that's a perfect ending to Let's Wrestle with Dan and Nico. And that'll do it for us. Peace. Peace.
0: Mm.